I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Socially Distant Sports Bar. We have a guest episode for you this week, and the other two aren't here at the moment because we've already done the intro bit. But being us, I've forgotten to point towards a load of stuff. So here is the pointers. First thing to point towards, British Podcast Awards. They have a Listener's Choice Award, and we would love to be on, like, I don't know, their top five or top ten or good. I think we top 20 last year, I think, and we didn't really give it a push. So it would be great to get within the top five of that this year if we can. It would be lovely to win it. But realistically, other people are better at selling themselves than we are. BritishPodcastAwards.com slash voting. BritishPodcastAwards.com slash voting. There's a link on the episode description. Click on that. You need to then verify who you voted for via your email address. You get an email that pings in your inbox, then you click on it. So if you've got more than one email, if you've got a work one and a personal one, do them both. That'd be great, okay? Or if you use one for another podcast, then we don't like you anymore. No, uh, it, it that's fine, but... Use your other email address for us. Or set one up. Set up a Hotmail. Set up a Gmail. Set, set up a Yahoo. I don't know. There's bound to be different ones you can have. Just just vote for us. That'd be wicked. Uh, we are doing a live gig at uh, Clapham Grand in November. It's Saturday, November the 4th. Uh, the gig is at 2.30. It is part of the Cheerful Earful Podcast Festival. If you would like a ticket for that, then hurry up because they are going reasonably quickly. If you are not a patron, you won't have the discount code. But if you want to sign up to be a patron to get the discount code, it's actually worth your while doing it. If you sign up for the £4 a month layer, then the money that you make in terms of your discount is actually worth doing. Okay, so get on that. The other thing is I'm running the Chicago Marathon in October. I'm running it for Grassroots Soccer. There is a sponsorship link because... It would be, I, I could do it anyway and it'll be fun. It doesn't really matter how much I raise, but I'd love to raise a load of money for them because what they do is fantastic work. So have a click on the link and it will take you to a page that explains what they do. There's a little video on there as well and you can make a donation to them. It'd be great if you could, if you could afford a few quid. Like if, Even if everyone listening to this gave a quid now, that would be thousands and thousands and thousands of pounds that we would make for a really, really good cause. 
Right, here comes the intro bit, and then here comes a really good guest episode. Hello, everybody. It is another guest episode this week. And what a fun one. And luckily, we can talk about it because he was so good. <laughs> what, do you think there are ones that we can't? Well, not yet, but I'm sure it'll happen at some point. Do you reckon? Yeah, bound to. I don't know because we're not on the PR wagon. Do you know what I mean? We're not, we're not getting people in to promote their books. Oh, I know what you mean, yeah. We, there's people we want to speak to. Yeah, yeah, good point. Yeah. No. no one he does is- have a book. Which is very good. It's very, very good. Yeah. yeah, it's very entertaining. That's the other thing. Is I'm yeah. more than happy to promote other people's stuff. Well, don't get me wrong. If if like Schwarzenegger wanted to do it, we'd probably say yes, wouldn't we? Yeah. Have, have you watched that, the documentaries? No, not yet. Fu- oh, it's fucking brilliant. Fucking good. I, I watched it and I thought, steroids? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Well, if you, yeah. well, link to that, mate, is that fellow, yeah. the Australian bloke, who next year is doing the enhanced game. Seen this? No, I haven't seen that. No, so no, they're no. going to do, uh, there's already been a couple of people signed up to it. There's going to be track and field. Mm. There's going to be some martial arts. There's going to be some cycling, I think. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure about martial arts with roids. But good. Yeah. But any other martial arts, like boxing and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I don't, but yeah. completely undrug tested. Yeah. Yeah. Because his, his, cool. his thing is that if done properly, mm. he's, he's just saying they don't just enhance human performance, they enhance your quality of life and the length of your life and all this other sort of stuff. I don't know. You know, but what I've seen people like Schwarzenegger, who's older than my dad, mm. he looks fabulous. Good shape. You know, good shape. Yeah. I watched that and I watched Icarus the other day as well. So I'm definitely. Oh, I really want to watch. I haven't seen that yet. Yes, I need to watch Icarus. I'm definitely looking at performance enhancing yeah. drugs. Yeah. Uh, Josh's book is called Watching Neighbours Twice a Day. He sent me a copy of that. It's really it's good. It's about sort of part memoir, part deep dive into sort of 90s telly and it's mm. really, really good. And he wrote, uh, there's a parenting health book he wrote with. Mm. We should do, we should do a well. book, you know. I've got uh, that. Which I've is got great. That. I bought that. We should do a book. Should. The Enhanced Games is an interesting one because from what I understand, the reason why the IUC ban it and sports governing bodies ban it is that they're worried that if it was, this sounds like an, a, a sort of an old stand-up routine of someone's, that if you just let people take all of the anabolic steroids and drugs and performance enhancing stuff that they wanted to. Eventually, you just get people dropping dead. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, you would. So many athletes have died. And you will. And and surely if you run a tournament that says it's okay, then someone's family at some point will sue you. Well, there's there's probably all sorts of... Yeah, yeah. Mm. It'll be in all sorts of legalese and disclaimers and... Doubts and stuff. And I suppose it's hard to compare records to the past as well if you know that people are definitely on performance enhancing drugs. But the Schwarzenegger doc, so there's a three part in it. It goes it yeah. goes bodybuilder, actor, yeah. politician, or American. Yeah, American. Called. Yeah. I just, well, two things about that doc, mate. I was going. I'm, I'm thinking about picking it anyway because it is yeah, sport. I think you should. Yeah. But his house. Oh, that is my I, fucking dream house. That is. Don't seem to be enough doors in it for me, but. There's a lot of open plan going on there. Yeah, but that, a lot of fucking horses wandering around in his living room. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, like, like donkeys, little, as well. little, po- little pony sort of thing. In his living room. So there's like in a cat, the house. In, and you're like, it's a cat, cool. There's a cat, and then there's a dog, and then there's a fucking horse, and you're like, 
Was there a horse walking no, through your house, mate? No, no. Bit odd. Tyson had a tiger, didn't he? I think if I'd have a, an animal, I'd, I'd choose donkey of a tiger. Oh, yeah, if you get attacked by one. I'd rather be attacked by a donkey. I don't really want either of them in the house. No. I mean, we've got ants, but that's, that's different. different. You're dangerous enough having Tyson in your house in the first place. Well, yeah. I don't have a fucking tiger. No. God, no. no. Look that Tiger King in lockdown, which is huge. I watched it. I was fascinated by it. No, I didn't watch it. Oh, it's the fucking maddest thing you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. Um, Honestly, it's, it's worth a watch, mate. Is it? It is. It's the maddest thing you'll ever see. Yeah. Yeah, the Arnie thing's good. We, we should pick that. Let's pick that as a doc in a few weeks. Yeah. I can yawn a bit. I'm not bored. I can say. It's fine. No, you're all right, mate. No, it's, it's really not often <sighs> in a conversation when someone just really, <laughs> really opens up with a yawn. Can you tell us? No, I did. I did. I did preemptively. Oh yeah, what? yeah. I broadly agree these days. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> you better be going. That's the latest stuff. Um, we, uh, yeah. No, Josh is great. Yeah, Josh Whitcom is the guest this week. Obviously, good mate, Chanel, an acquaintance of mine. Yes, no, known Josh a long time. Yeah, yeah. When did you first meet Josh L? Late two thousand and seven. Okay. And then we did an Edinburgh show together in 2008, summer 2008. So I've known him for bloody hell, 16 years. Well, I met him early 2008. Did you? Yeah. yeah. I got a photograph somewhere of... Oh, I've seen that. It's you, me, yeah. Yeah. Josh, um, and Izzy, I think, backstage. Izzy's in it. I think Acas is in it too. Yeah. That's a pretty cool photo. At one of Henry Widdicombe's gigs, Josh's brother, because he organises the Mach mm. Comedy Festival. And I've got one. I only think what they've done since. I've got one of... I took a photograph in 2008 when I was up in Edinburgh of Acaster, Helm, and Josh had done a triple header, and they just got a one-star review. <laughs> the review was It was funny. a funny God, review. God, they got hammered. But it was harsh, wasn't it? It was hysterically yeah. harsh. I'd much prefer that, because that means someone fundamentally dislikes you, and I'm fine with that. Yeah. I've had a couple of three-star reviews. You're like, oh, fuck off. We only three-star reviews. I, I've never watched anything. Of I mean, ones or fives, I want. Yes. Yeah, very, very much like our Apple reviews yes. for this. <laughs> it's very ones and fives. If, if you guys could get more fives up there, it would be better for us, generally. It would help us out. Do we get one-star reviews for the podcast? Can you imagine doing that in life, though? No, but can you imagine? Can you imagine, list, first of all, listening to something that's not on the radio, so it's not enforced. It's not like someone's put capital on, you've got to listen to That it. must be something we've wronged in, in a different realm of Of course it is. I probably don't know. Well, Fuck off on the master of photo or something. Or I've incensed them online. Probably, yeah, yeah. These are equally yeah. likely. I'm not um, one of life's great reviewers anyway. Yeah, I wouldn't. I, I can't imagine. I can't imagine going on something that, if you don't like, you wouldn't have listened for more than a minute, would you? Who listens to yeah. three hours of three people fannying on if you really don't like yeah. it? Yeah, we <laughs> I like it. I like that idea. After two hours waiting for it to get better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the more reviews we get, the better. Also, on the episode description... Listeners' Choice Awards at the British Podcast Awards is literally something you can just vote for. So if you would be so kind as to vote for it and then make up another email address and vote for it and then make up another email address, up to you. Up to you how you do it. If you really like the podcast, you'll do that about 100 times. Yes, and that would be really, really helpful for us. That would be nice. I haven't voted yet. Have you voted? No. 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 No, I certainly haven't voted off the three email addresses I've got. (laughs) Wouldn't be something I would do. I haven't got that level of ego, mate. Not a weirdo. Absolutely not. If by any chance you have not heard of Josh's podcast, which would be some sort of miracle because you're into podcasts, but Parenting Hell is the one he does with Rob Beckett. So give that a listen as well. Here comes Josh. 
I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. First things first, Josh. Oh, wow. Good. Okay, good. Oh, yeah, that's how yeah. we start. Yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah. That was aggressive. What a good room. What a good room. Thank you. I'd expect no less. Yeah. I really haven't followed uh, the uh, mantra of less is more. No, I? no. I'm... We've all gone for the Nick Hancock vibe in lockdown. The... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you've got Beatles fainting. Uh, so a nice there's two drink. Beatles bits of art work there. Two Beatles, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the rooftop one. Is that at the bottom on the floor? Yeah. That, uh, that was a present from my mother-in-law. There's a record player that never gets used. It looks like sort of Hamburg 63 sort of period. Yeah. There's a cushion with a cat on that isn't really part of the decoration. It's just ended up in my room. Who buys, <laughs> so, Have you got a cat? Got two. Okay. But who buys stuff with cats? When you go to, go to for instance, the range. Hmm. Right? What's the range? The range is a sort of DIY slash... Homeware. Right. A discount. So it's a place you wouldn't right. have to go to anymore. That's the sort right, of... Right, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. You imagine when you're on the... That street. doesn't narrow it down where, much, Bobbins. Unless you're trying to write material, in which case... <laughs> to be relatable. Is a treasure trove. Imagine you're writing a sketch about a working class person, right? Oh, let me note that down. The rage. <laughs> <laughs> you could do a sort of field trip to the range. What is it with cats on things? Like, I, I don't like, I'm not a cat person, but I, I can I can understand no, I didn't. people having a cat as a pet. Mm-hmm. But who buys people? That's good of you. Well, I, I get it. <laughs> Would you want a cushion with a cat on it or a mug with a cat on it? I think it's kitsch, isn't it? Because it's not your fucking cat. It's just a cat. It's like, I wouldn't give you a personalised cushion, right? You, you mm. are Nan. What's this? Oh, that's just a bloke. Who is it? I don't know. Just a generic bloke. <laughs> But you've got a husband, so I presumed you liked men. Yeah. Is that basically? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. What What is the point of that? That's not like your cat. I like football. I haven't got a football duvet cover. Yeah. I no. Got a football cushion. But the great example of the uh, anonymous footballer, I'd say, is the birthday card that your grand yeah. used to give. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. For for your tenth birthday. With like a generic footballer, a red in, team like, and a blue a, team, a blue or a red kit. <laughs> Like going for a header. A pint of bitter and some darts as well. Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday, grandson. Or like just a golfer chipping out of the bunker. Well, it would, it would really be like, yeah. And what it should be is a 13-year-old lad sat in front of a computer whacking off. <laughs> bo- what a card that would be. A box of Kleenex, you know. And I don't know. You guys are into merch, aren't you? You could do some. Yeah. We could do that. <laughs> yeah, proper. Grandson. Happy birthday, grandson. Kid whacking yeah. off over his computer. Of a wanking boy. <laughs> a, a wanking boy and some fags. Yeah. <laughs> Sports day yesterday. 
Oh, nice. Oh, you'd, have hated that's right. it. you'd have hated it, Bobbins. What's that? My daughter was very clear that it was about the taking part rather than the winning. Oh, fuck's sake. God. Who told her that? The school. She's in reception. Oh, change your school. Change your school. Well, I went to, and I got, Steph's got video evidence of this. When we did the sports day on my kids. Oh, yeah. Five, ten years ago now when they were little. There was a dad's, mum's and dad's egg and spoon race. Mm. Yeah. Which I won handsomely. Turned my baseball cap back to front, so decreased drag. He did. They had a sports day the other day, and one of the boys, um, like some plays rugby with, I wanted to say his name, and he said, oh, I did the walking race to get points for the... I said, walking? What do you mean? Yeah, yeah. Or well, 800-meter walking race. Yeah. So I was going, I said, oh, yeah, I came second. I said, I said I'd kick your ass in a walking race. Yeah. <laughs> so competitive. Invisible dad again. I said, walking? I said, mate, so I'm a really good walker. I said, I'm, I'm a fast walker. I'm a really good walker. I got the hip action. I said, in the, in the Royal Wedding in 1981, I fucking cleaned up in it. Did you walk past? No, we did a, I did a street race in, in Bell Street in Barry. Okay. And I just smashed the opposition with a walk, right? So so I said, yeah, so my Ben's going, oh, God damn. Ben's praying so for an invisible dad. We get back to the house. And I say, right, Ben. He's read the book. <laughs> I say, Ben, you video it. I'm going to have a walking race. I'm having a, I'm, we're having a walking race. So we set the start and finish line up. And uh, as, as predicted, I smashed his 13-year-old mate in a walking race. They can walk faster than I can run, the Olympic walkers. Which is really embarrassing when you think about it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a lot more about your running than they're walking. No. No, but it's like... The, yeah, but they don't the, do like a flipping 14-second hundred, do they? But they do like a five-minute mile. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, I'm not running for a mile. It was just like a, it was like an 80-yard dash. But yeah, it was, then... It was, yeah. it was house to house. It was, okay. it was all about speed, not endurance. Whenever I think wow. of the parents' race, I wonder if yes. you've included this clip. This is a classic sporting clip. I always think of uh, Princess Diana Diana. winning the parents' race. Oh, yeah. Well, well, I used to until Mm. I saw the clip of Mike winning it. Uh, By nefarious means as well. It was the... um, I'm glad you brought that up, yeah. The People's Prince. Mike was... The People's People's Prince. Very (laughs) Well, the People's (laughs) Prince was caught up in a... They didn't have an egg and... King of Hearts. (laughs) Yeah. There were a lot of disappointed hearts that day, Mike, because it was a potato and spoon race. Oh. Yeah. And you were accused of holding your finger over the potato by several of the dads. Oh, you f- you absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were just jealous, mate, because I'd be fucking dirty fired. <laughs> <laughs> you hadn't done that, had you? No, no. No, what had you done? Oh, no, I just sort of lent my thumb. No. Oh, oh no. my God. No? What Where's had you done? the satisfaction? What had you done to the potato? The satisfaction comes in that podium place, Josh. What had you done? I can't remember. I what can't had you remember. done to the potato? The remember. gold That's medal it. is where the satisfaction comes. That's the IOC to prove and meet meters. Oh, okay, so if you were to stab, Josh, a potato with a spoon, oh, you found a little loophole. Oh. Doesn't say you can't do that. Didn't say you can't do that. So you couldn't hold it on the spoon? Yeah. Flojo was never tested positive, did she, Mike? Exactly. But, but no, one really, no one really agrees with her records. And Mike and Mike's had a couple of heart attacks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. At my daughter's sports day last year, when they did the parents' race, a woman turned up in athletics kit. Good, oh, wow. good stuff. And <laughs> she'd clearly raced at a very decent competitive level. Good. Because she blitzed the opposition. Yeah, it's good. Over 50 metres, won by about 25 metres. It was absolutely My mum used to take it really seriously. She'd take her skulls off. Mm. Take her what? Skulls, like 70 sandals. She had a couple of pints on her. (laughs) (laughs) She'd be off, gone. She always won the Mother's Day race. I think Diana won it in her bare feet. Of course she did. They're not going to let her lose. No, you're thinking of Zola Bard. (laughs) (laughs) 
But that, that, you know, they've got a camera crew there. You're not going to be the mum who beat Princess Diana, are you? She was nippy over 100 yards. They're not like normal parents. So that's what well, I don't know what no. school that was. But it, it, in what school of thought was Princess Diana nippy? I've never heard I've it seen, described. I've as seen nippy. the race. So I thought she had seen pace. It. Yeah. <sighs> really? Where would you play her? Like an attacking midfield role? Yeah. On the wing. Yeah. yeah. She was tall though, wasn't she? Box to box. Yeah. She was tall. She was rangy. Yeah. We should all watch this because, from my memory of it, <laughs> she she is. Obviously. She's got like a beige A line. She's got flowing skirts, so she's not yeah. she's not dressed for the occasion. She sort of hitches it up though coquettishly. Does she? Well, I think yeah. it might just be coquettishly in your mind. <laughs> I think this would be the only podcast where I'd I'd have gained traction by bringing that memory up. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I'm here. Yeah. Yeah, she's nippy. I'm watching it now. She's okay. not nippy. She is right, fucking yeah. nippy, mate. She's fucking I know, nippy, it is mate. a shorter skirt than I remember. In her bare feet. All the other mums are in their bare feet as well. All of those other mums are going to be loaded. Yeah. yeah. The one with the sort of purple cardigan on the far right is trying. I'd say that. Yeah. The rest of them I don't think are. No. I think the rest of them are okay. No, I think the one losing. to Diana's left is trying, but it's slow. But she's shit. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that might be true. Two to Diana's left is enjoying it too much to be trying. She's got a big smile on her face. Diana is clearly desperate to win. And on this evidence, isn't it B? I would yeah. say. Yeah, well, yeah it's, it's, it's all relative, isn't it? It is. When, is. when you see people sort of being taken away from Hurricane Katrina in an ambulance and they're smiling, yeah, they're relatively happy. I find the parents, a lot of people found the parents race stressful. Mm. Imagine if you knew it was going to be on that night's ITN News. Yeah. You know, like that. <laughs> yeah. That's true. You're stretching for days. <laughs> yeah. Training for six months. Got a sprint coach. Trevor McDonald's going to link to you falling over in the sack race. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Is it ITN News or is the N News, like pin number? Independent Television News. ITN News, yeah. ITN News. ITN News at 10. So it's the Independent Television News News. It's the Independent Television News. It's the LTV Vans trophy thing. Yeah. Yeah, pin number's given Josh as well. Yeah. Why? What's pin? What's that mean? Personal identification number number. Is it? So it's just your pin. I never knew that. I just thought it was pin. Yeah. I never never questioned it deeper. No, and you've no reason to. <laughs> and you never will again. I, would yeah. I wouldn't think I would. Next time at Cash Point, which you won't be because it's 2023. No, no one's been to Cash Point for two years. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to get a taxi on the other day from the station. Oh, right? you can't. Fucking The not. fella's like, yeah, cash, cash on me. I said, I don't oh. want cash. Yeah. He said, oh, this time of night, it's all cash. I said, what do you mean, this time of night, it's all cash? Yeah, that's, that's spurious. <laughs> yeah, said, not all on, the man. taxis around Cardiff train station. None of them will take you. I, I said, I got, a, I got a phone. He said, well, can you get cash on the way? I said, no, on my phone. I can, I can use my phone to pay for the cab, though. So I couldn't get a cab. When I got a cab in Cardiff last, and I said, can I pay with a card? He went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got his card machine out, like a teenager. Oh. And I thought, I thought, I'll be honest, mate. I reckon you're not paying tax on this. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I'll be honest What, what, what are they losing? Apart from the, if they're putting it, not putting it through, what are they, how much do you lose if there'll be a fee. Like, how much am I costing a shop when I get my card out? There'll be a bit, like a pound over, but I mean... Still a pound. Yeah, still 50p. How's a pound, Mike? Yeah, well, I, I was happily to tip him, you know, tip him 50p. 27 pounds. <laughs> but you're not declaring your earnings, are you? You're yeah, not troubling the tax man with that? No, you are. I, I am. am. Josh, hell, I am. Josh probably Christ. is. Oh, I hope so. Probably. Ellis probably. <laughs> well, I, I declare my earnings. Thank you very much. Probably. Ellis has, Ellis has got a boner over it. He, can't, he loves paying tax. <laughs> he fucking loves it. He pays more. Yeah. And I laugh. Yeah. And I laugh... Manically. Yeah. So, Ellis, Maniacally. let me ask yeah. you a question about tax. 
Brilliant. Oh, yeah. Here we go. You'll be surprised by the answer, put it that way. Yeah. You buy a laptop for your daughter. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And your accountant says, you know, you could put that through as a cost for work. Yeah. yeah. But you know yeah. you haven't used it. Yeah. But you've only used it a bit. You've sent some emails yeah. on it, but mainly she uses it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you, what are you doing? Oh, I'm not declaring that. No? I mean, I'm not putting that through as a detective. No, neither am I. Not. Neither am I, obviously, no. guys. Obviously, guys. <laughs> neither am I. No, Christ, no. I wouldn't do that either. So just like I say, on the record, on no. the record, neither would I. Tell you what, I would not. I, do you know what? I would not do that. <laughs> That's, that is something I would not do. No way. Yeah, yeah. No. no way I'd do that. No. no. I, I should have a halo. Yeah. Yeah. You know, eventually, when 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 there's a stained glass image of me at St David's Cathedral, if it's for work, mate, you can claim all that back. That halo. <laughs> <laughs> what about tickets to things? Tickets to things as research, like what? Well, that's say different because I am obviously a cultural commentator. <laughs> yeah. So do you do your Wales tickets count? I think I could I could plausibly count them. You're writing you're writing columns about Wales for the Guardian. I'm writing. Columns about them and podcasts as well. Mm. So I think I could claim them. Yeah. So so if you go to Belgium to watch Wales, God, this is like this is like this is like a podcast where Josh comes on to be your tax advisor. This feels this feels yeah. like Al's got into trouble with HMRC. Sorry, I feel like I've fallen into the John Robbins role. <laughs> We, it, feel, it feels like you're trying to justify a problem Alice is having with HMRC. <laughs> Alice has set this whole guest episode up. Yes. To get him through a tricky HMRC investigation. That's what this is. <laughs> I had no idea. Alice offsetting bucket hats. Now, Alice, we all know that you always declare everything and you pay all your tax in full. <laughs> That's a given. That's well known. <laughs> yeah. But if you were to go and see the Foo Fighters at the Millennium Stadium next yeah. year and you'd bought it from your business account, would that yeah. be okay? But Ellis, it is true, isn't it, that your record keeping isn't what it should be. That is true. I accept yeah. that. <laughs> you know, if you're honest, though, that's the thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure I could beat Diana in a race <laughs> what? in 1991. Oh, okay. Thank you for the context. Could now. No, you could now. I could, could now. now. Yeah, yeah. I suppose it. Yeah. Yeah. In the no. car or on foot? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> on foot. <laughs> on foot. On a in a foot race, barefoot, which I don't like anyway. I hate running barefoot. What age is she there? She, I would batter down in a race. Yeah, <laughs> I would say fact. she's in her early thirties. Let's have a look. It was it was a sports day. And she's had two kids by that point. She's born mm. in fifty nine, was she? 61. So was she's she really? she's thirty. Gosh, she was twenty when she got married to Prince Charles. Yeah, she was really young. Yeah, good lord. She might be 19, actually. She was July, she was born. True love conquers all, though. <laughs> <laughs> love, love changes everything. Would she have had a person? She did used to go to the gym, didn't she, Diana? Well, whenever mm. I see I someone... I could be Whenever I see someone, a, a woman in kind of cycling shorts... With a kind of sporty jumper, I think that's quite a Diana look. She she often yes, has yeah, the look of too. having come from the gym. Yeah, she would come from the gym. Yeah. Big baggy top, pair of cycling yeah. shorts. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to have a similar thing. I used to have tight shorts and a big gold gym top. We were banned from wearing cycling shorts at school because they were regarded as unhygienic by the headmaster. At school? My daughter wears cycling shorts yeah. at school. Oh, I mean, oh, the, the fact that they're unhygienic, that's been disproved. Yeah. That was disproved decades ago. Hang on a minute, Al. 
Why are you wearing cycling shorts to school? Because <laughs> it was fashion. I'm younger than you. It was briefly very, very fashionable. <laughs> six, six years. Eight young. years. Eight years. Yeah, with the with the luminous bit down the side. There wasn't there wasn't a seismic shift in eight years where suddenly kids started going to school and cycling. There was in uh, for um, primary school children about 1990. It was very, very fashionable to wear cycling shorts. The Mr. Motivator era. Harder grey. Harder yeah. grey. Yeah, yeah, really. And Bermuda shorts and t-shirts with Fido Dido on them. Ducks. Holding on to surfboards, wearing shades with spliffs hanging out their mouth. Nice. That was that was the big fashion. Was that a uniform? Was that like you wear your, wear your own stuff? That was wear your own stuff. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. what you chill out in at the weekend. We didn't have uniform in primary school when I was in school. Okay. There was just you just wore your own stuff. Yeah, I don't think I did. No, no such things like a primary uniform. No, no I don't. I love uniform because it just yeah. settles a debate every morning. Like my daughter. Oh, absolutely. It's so much easier, isn't it? I have yeah. a discussion with my sisters lives in America, married American dude, but American nephew. You know, I say, but it's just so much easier. Yeah. And it's just so it's just less hassle all around. You don't get bullied. Yeah. Because you're wearing yeah. the same shit as everybody else. Yeah. Maybe a bit more faded or a bit more tatty, but it's the same stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I remember going to fucking school. My my first day in school photograph, 1976. Yes. I'm wearing a beige, uh, like a golf shirt with brown <laughs> buttons, right? And fucking brown tartan shorts. <laughs> and I mean when shorts were shorts. Why? Oh, yeah. yeah. And they just covered my testicles. Just. Yeah. And they were high in the certain year. <laughs> you know, and like cream socks and a pair of brown Clark sandals. Mm. Awful. Yeah. You know. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah. I grew into, I mean, I became cooler as I got older. Yeah. It's debatable. Like a bell curve style thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You could see a bell curve in those short little shorts. <laughs> <didn't you? laughs> in secondary school then, mm. because I went to an all-boys comprehensive, mm. all the pressure was off because it was there was uniforms. You know, where, where, yeah. There were no girls there because mm. uh, you didn't, didn't have to brush your teeth or wear deodorant. Oh, fucking hell. Fucking you only do that for girls, not for yourself. And it was the 80s, so there were no homosexuals in the school anyway. <laughs> That's a fact. In an all-boys school, <laughs> there were definitely no homosexuals. Eighteen hundred yeah. boys. Yeah. You brush your teeth and wear deodorant for girls rather than for self-respect. So now yeah. you're with Kelly. Your oral hygiene's never been better. Yes. Look at it. I'm by it's by it's spotless. Yeah. Well, they don't your teeth, but when they're clean. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. True. True. They've only been there for three weeks. They couldn't be dirty. It's Josh Rosen. <laughs> <though. It's> Josh- <laughs> No, but what I mean is, you didn't have to. You didn't have to pull all the stops out in an all boys school. As, 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 a, yeah. as a straight yeah. boy, you know, mm. if I'd been homosexual in Barry Boys Conference mm. in the eighties, I would have made more of an effort because I was trying to impress people. Mm. So where were you meeting girls, Mike? I didn't meet girls. I didn't. I didn't lose my virginity. Till I was like seven, nearly seventeen. Yeah, but you must have known girls. No, you didn't really see them around because my all my my free time was <laughs> rugby and football. You make yourself like train spotters. <laughs> you used to. St- Really see them around. You heard about them. Well, I, all right, I saw my sister, but I had no, I had no intention of, of you know getting together with my sister. <laughs> At fourteen, fifteen, mm, yeah. how many girls did you know? None other than your sister, not related. To Apart you. from the girls on the street that I that sort of grew up with, so you know Sue and Jenny and um, uh, Jane, and their friends. Not really. They all sound like girls in Ladybird box. Mm. Yeah. Sue and Jenny and Jane. Sue, Jenny, Jane, Sharon, Alison. Yeah, but that, but even then, by, by the age of fourteen, we weren't playing in the street anymore, so I didn't speak to them. You weren't what? Sorry, playing in the street. Like when you're oh. younger, you play in the street with those kids, didn't you? Yeah. Water fights and whatever. 
go, go around to Sue and Jenny's house and we'd... For a water fight. No, we'd go in the basement. We'd go in the basement and, and listen to... Go in the basement for a water fight. All the kids in the street would listen to music, like Madness, and have them in the Anton Street. Right. Yeah, but there was no uh, no fraternising with females at all for me. Not all the way, not until I was 16, 17. Nothing. So you went straight believe. from... Bloody hell you. Nothing at all to full sex. Yeah. <laughs> Never yeah. stopped. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know when like an old football manager would, wouldn't let the team train with the ball during the week so that at the weekend they were hungry yeah. for it. Is that basically yeah, what yeah, happened yeah. to you? <laughs> you got it, yeah. 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 So with me, until I started work, my first summer job I was sixteen. Yeah. And then I remember that that summer, before that summer, my PE teacher said well, really liked saying to me, um, you got a girlfriend, Babs? I went, no, 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 sorry. Your PE Never teacher met. was asking you if you got a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, because I, I was a good-looking fella, and I was, you know, charismatic. Yeah, clearly. You yeah. know. Uh, he, he wasn't proposing that I went out with I him. think he, was, he just... was, Mike. <laughs> I really think he was. But he gave me some great tips. He just said to me, listen. I bet. I bet he did. <laughs> he said, girls love a nice chest. He said, so this summer, I work on your bench press. What? So then me and Paul G worked on our bench press all that summer. He had, he had some weights in his house. And then when I came back in the sixth form... You were just chest. You hadn't worked out any chest. other part of your body. Yeah. Chest. <laughs> I had a great legs and ass anyway because of rugby. So that, that summer was the first time I sort of ch- talked to girls because I was working and weird. Oh. And then uh, lower six is when I had my first... Lower six or end of fifth year when I had my first girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah, we were, I was 16. I was 16. And then the same teacher in another bloody absolute gem of information mm. said to me, you've got a girlfriend yet? No. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck it, he seems really assistant. This, <laughs> this is really weird. I think he wanted to fuck you, Mike. No, because he was interested in me. He, no, he, no, he was interested in our development. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and then he said something which I took to heart for the next 10 years. Tell me about your wet dreams, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How much comes out? Do you like Werther's? <laughs> How much comes out? Do you like spunk and Werther's? What? Do you like spunk? <laughs> Being any kind of question. <laughs> I took this to this to heart as well. I remember saying to me, and when I lost my virginity to my first girlfriend, I told him that I, I'd had... Oh, you told your PE teacher? <laughs> what yeah. a strange We're relationship. Chatting. Just chatting. Just shooting the shit. I was running yeah. captain, wasn't I? With your PE teacher? Yeah. Did he exist, Mike, or is it like kind of <laughs> a real fight club? Yeah. <laughs> Just chatting to yourself. <laughs> no, but then he said to me, and I remember this, this stuck Did in my mind. <laughs> you should see Mike in the street. Just saying, yeah, I lost my virginity yesterday. She's pretty good. Thanks for the advice about the uh, the nice chest. I've been working on my bench press. for Just talking to a lamppost. <laughs> Mike, you ready to come in for your tea? I'm talking to my teacher, Mum. Okay. We need to call the GP. Mike's gone mad. Mike sees dead people. So I was quite loved up. Like yeah. you do when you're 16, you know, my first girlfriend and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Said, oh, yeah she's really nice. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. really nice. I was, I was t- telling the real teacher how nice she was. Yeah. And, and he went, whoa, whoa, whoa. He said, don't put all your eggs in my basket, mate. Fucking hell. He's trying to fuck you. He's trying to fuck you. <laughs> You might not even be into girls, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. It's your first girlfriend. You never going to know. Look at this couple of eggs. What? What? Yeah. <laughs> now, where's your boss? Don't feel restricted to having relationships with people you don't know. He's a lovely bloke. Nothing but good advice. Yeah. It sounds it. 
And I'd read, I'd read that through the nineties. Then nice chest and not keeping all my eggs in my basket. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that is part one of this week's socially distant sports bar with Josh Whittacombe. A lot of fun doing this one. Really, really, really enjoyed the episode. And Josh doesn't do podcasts. First thing he said when he came on the call is, I don't do these. But he likes our pod, which is lovely. So he's decided to do it, which is cool. So there is another part of this to come. And that comes on Friday. So you need to listen to the full thing. I say the full thing. You need to listen to part two on Friday. That's not actually the full thing, though. Because all of these guest episodes that we've been doing. So who have we had so far? Uh, Richard Herring. Felix White, Kate Mason, and uh, Sam Warburton. Those are the guest episodes that are out there so far. There's a lot more to come. And some very good ones to come as well. But those are the ones that you've heard so far. All of them, you have heard part one and part two of. What you haven't heard is the half hour extra that exists over in the Patreon world. Okay, so there's half an hour more content if you subscribe to the podcast and pay us a little fee a month. So it's £4 a month is the lowest layer. So if you go to that and you subscribe there, or you can do it via the Spotify Extra. If you search for the Social Distance Sports Bar Extra, you can do it there, and you will get yourself half an hour, not just on these guest episodes, but on all the episodes that we do. We do a second round of clips that you guys won't have experienced, and it is no different to what we do in the main bit of the pod. So if you like what we do here, and you wouldn't miss a pound Let's be honest, a pound 20, would it be? Yeah, it'd be a pound 20 with your VAT in as well. So if you wouldn't miss a pound 20 a week out of your budget, then it's probably worth it for the extra content that you get. It'd be odd if you didn't think it was worth it. So have a go. Get involved. Patreon.com slash DistantPod or search for the Socially Distant Sports Bar Extra over on Spotify. first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on that's nice at caskers.com we make this experience easy caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code welcome 10 for ten dollars off your first purchase get ten dollars off your first purchase with code welcome 10 at caskers.com